To Al Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have for SCP Sember. Uh, I did it, guys. <laughs> what? SCP Tember. No, that's that's in September, not December. Okay. We're doing SCPs, guys. <laughs> uh, so we're doing uh, SCP-3889 um, or Holland Hank with a gray angler. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, last session, last episode, uh, which is getting posted, will be the uh, one where we did um, uh, 3897, which is the the giant, like, sky flesh beast thing with hooks. Or with uh, with like armatures that grab people in the night and such. Um, yeah, a big beefy arm coming out the back there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Trogdor. No problem. Um, and uh, it turned out that like after that, at the during at the end of that uh, article, that there's a, a connection between it and two other SCP entries. Um, so we have decided for this SCP uh, flavored December, <laughs> we're going to uh, to incorporate. Uh, we're gonna, we're going to talk about those SCP entries. Starting off with uh, with three eight eight nine, so it's been it was posted and created by Cadaver Commander, uh, which I believe is the same person as three eight nine seven. And so going to the rundown here, uh, SCP three eight nine three eight eight nine is an old fisherman named Hank. Uh, he permeates local folklore and fishing communities along the eastern American coastline. Uh, this is due to his god tier ability to cast a line into the into any kind of water regardless of depth or size and dredge up all manner of eldritch horror from the depths and then vanish from the scene, leaving the SCP agents or bystanders to deal with a, uh, Teome event creature and the aftermath of thereof. <laughs> what a cool guy. Yeah. So swell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he vanishes as soon as agents try to have tried to capture him, uh, leaving another agent in his place. <laughs> Like mis- like just like like a like a friggin' magic trick, <laughs> um, and even like playfully pranking them. Like uh, he'll leave a lure up your nose, or put like uh, there'll be like large, heavy, um, uh, like fishing waders in your pocket so your pants will come down. He's a he's a funny guy that way. <laughs> what a goofball! Yeah, you know when he's not summoning Godzilla, uh, Godzilla type monsters out of the depths and then leaving <laughs> and then bouncing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so this uh this doesn't mean that he's not friendly or even not opening to like talk and stuff like that he does have he will allow interviews um as long as no one attempts to like capture him or kill him um and uh he's even gone on to to give some reasons as to like why he's doing this or like like that kind of stuff um and uh apparently these things have to be found and dealt with so he's kind of like he, and he knows that the SCP uh, Foundation or like other groups are are will be around to like stop them when they when they are summoned. And the reason why he's he's summoning them in the first place because if he didn't, apparently they'd get bigger and maybe cause more problems. Like the ones that he's dredging up, like these giant monsters that he's dredging up, are just the babies. 
<laughs> um, he uh, so, or at least so he says in a in in uh, in the one recorded interview. Um, so it's it's uh, for whom he does this, or, like for whom he gets his orders to do this and such, or like how he got his powers. That's unclear. Uh, but the, uh, for the time being, he seems to be a, a tenuous ally or a finicky ally <laughs> to humanity and even the SCP Foundation. Um, now, going back to the uh, the Tome events themselves, uh, some of the critters that are included in the uh, in the dossier um, are a huge amorphous mass of muscular uh, of musculoskeletal tissue, um, an octopoid shaped monster made from corpses that um, have just magically disappeared from their coffins, like when when the SCP after the fact dug up the core of the, the body like dug up the uh, the graves of the bo- of some of the bodies they were able, i guess they were able to identify they found that the coffins were um were still in the ground like untouched but the bodies were missing so they apparently just like teleport <laughs> into this mass um another one is a large basking shark uh pulled up from a small water canal um and a massive sea titan corpse reanimated like giant a giant human uh, being creature, like creature, uh, rising out of the depths with tentacles on its back of, of, of on the back of its uh, body and neck, like you know, just a giant sea titan or a basking shark, <laughs> you know, one or the other. <laughs> it's very, it's 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 a it's a Russian roulette. <laughs> um, so the foundation has been able to to deal, and and yeah, the foundation has been able to deal with these entities, uh, if at a cost, both financially and you know, casualties. Human um, lives, yeah, human lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, it could it, like it always seems to be like it could have been worse because like he never seems to like he does go out of Hank does go out of his way to try and summon these things away from major populations, and the uh, the SCP Foundation is able to put them down with uh, with certain ordnance. So it's not exactly a like a Godzilla event where they can't stop gods they can't stop one of these things from taking out a uh, a major city i guess that could be the threat <laughs> like that's the that's the existential threat is like what if it does get to a major city mm-hmm. but for the time being hank is just going to go along the the eastern coastline um summoning monsters out of the depths for his for mysterious reasons and uh have the scp foundation have to deal with it uh and that's that's basically the entry of scp 3889 so, I guess uh, I guess we're gonna go on to. Well, I, I actually have a grammar inquisition, so I guess we have to go on to uh, to at least one person's favorite segment of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at, at this point. Uh, all right, SCP three eight eight nine claims to not know its actual age, though its physical appearance is consistent with the that of an average male Caucasian octogenarian. So. Just I, I've heard of octogenarian before, but I could not recall its meaning at the time of like reading the story and so that. So I decided to like look it up. Um, an octogenarian is a person who is from eighty to nine, uh, eighty to eighty nine years old, uh, according to the Oxford Dictionary. So it's just a, another word for like somebody in their eighties. Uh-huh. Um, and that's my grammar position. <laughs> <laughs> it was short, sweet. Actually, I technically have one. But it's it, it kind of segues into an actual thought, so I'm going to hold off on it. So that's not even a grammar inquisition. That's I learned a thing. I mean, I I count those as, <laughs> as in grammar inquisition because it's a, it's about word or it's about a word that I learned. So, mm. and we've included yeah, I put them those be- under notes personally, but that's well, me. I've included them in the, my grammar inquisitions 
since we started the show. Oh, good for you. Yeah, good for me. You know what? Get the fuck no out of <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Mikey, three of them. <laughs> that's where the recording ends. <laughs> yeah, I just got some light. I just get tense. So, if you guys like what you heard, spread the word. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't have really much for grammar acquisition. And the it story that I have isn't really an it story. So, but I mean, I can do that. <laughs> you seem so <laughs> sad. <laughs> It really seems like it. Do, do you want to do your, your it story? Sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess. That's if I have right. I guess. We're going to die anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Geez. All right. Um, and now, an, an it story with Mikey. The E stands for evil. It's going to be okay, buddy. <laughs> it reaches into its jacket pocket and removes a pack of cigarettes and a lighter. It then lights a cigarette and draws once before continuing. Finn. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, okay. All right. I can, I can see why you, why you like, why you're a little hesitant because it, it like, it's, it's part of the interview thing. And like, we know who, what, what it is. So yeah. 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 So nailed it. <laughs> So other than that, I'm done with grammar inquisition. All right. Uh, gamer, do you have anything? Yeah, I got some of the grammar in yellow. Cool. Uh, first off is a run-on sentence. <clears throat> I don't know which one it is, but continue, please. As of the time of this document's creation, comma, general knowledge and influence of SCP-3889 has not extended beyond the eastern coast of the central United States of America, comma, namely the states of Maryland, comma, Virginia, comma, and North Carolina, comma. And as such, current secondary containment measures are considered adequate until investigation yields a feasible mechanism for its physical containment, period. Okay, that wasn't the one I was thinking of, but yes, that is also very run on. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I separated that into three sentences. Okay. As the time of this document's creation, general knowledge and influence of SCP-3889 has not extended beyond the eastern coast of the, of the central United States of America, period. SCP-3889 stays within the states of Maryland, Virginia, and North Carolina, period. Current secondary containment measures are considered adequate, blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. Is the, is the next one, it, it, did you count the next one, by the way, as well? I, I don't know if this one is directly after it, but I'm about to read another run-on. Is it, does it start with all major piers, wharves, shipyards, yeah. harbors? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I had uh, that I was going to save because I had an, uh, an actual thought up behind it, but... <laughs> As I was looking at, the, as I was like quoting it for the actual thought, I was like, "Jesus, this is run on." <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'll we, read it. Yeah, we, yeah and we, then yeah. separate it, and then you do your your little note thingy. All right. All major piers, wharves, shipyards, harbors, marinas, and commercial fisheries in the region, including their surrounding waters extending up to five kilometers from the coastline, will be monitored by Naval Task Force Segment Fifty Eight bottom feeders in, conduct, in conjunction with Foundation Naval assets for secondhand accounts of SCP-3889's exploits as well to contain and neutralize any after-effects of Event 3889 to home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's, uh, that's a run-on sentence. A little bit. That's a paragraph. That is literally an entire paragraph on this article. Yeah. So the way that I separated it is um, 
uh, five kilometers from the coastline will be monitored, period. And then instead of saying monitored by Naval, Naval Task Force, you just go will be monitored, period. Naval Task Force Sigma 56 bottom feeders will oversee the operation in conjunction with Foundation Naval, Naval Assets, blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. So at least breaks up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like there's no period. Like, ah, oh, ah. Uh, yeah. Now, do you want to chime in with your nude? Yeah. Um. So this is the first. The the reason why I chose this as my quote for this is because this is the the first uh, instance on in the article uh, of for um uh, a T home event, and I was curious as to wh- if like what the significance of like like T home is in terms of like a word. So I googled it and I was surprised. I found um uh, on according to Wikipedia, uh, T home. Uh, which is T-E-H-O-M, is Hebrew for abyss or great deep. And it actually refers to the deep reaches of the primordial waters of creation. Which, dang, when you look deeper (laughs) uh, into the word (laughs) and its usage and origin, uh, it's, it's pretty damn fitting for this article and also for things of a mythos nature. Like I could use, I could definitely use it uh, as some for like uh, like like digging into like deeper into the material of like surrounding Tiom, like the word and like what what it like kind of references and stuff. Um, like it, I could definitely see it being used for like uh, interpretations of like the great old ones and like things from like the 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 eldritch depths of the ocean and such. Um, like it's basically like where it's, it's basically in reference to like primordial, like the primordial deep of the, of the ocean. Um, so it's got some, uh, some, some weight behind it. Uh, and, and again, like for the story, for this, as a, uh, as a, uh, a name for like the events, like the creatures that, uh, that, uh, that Hank dredges up, uh, it, it works perfectly because it's, yeah, he's dredging up things from like the, uh, from the deepest reaches of like eldritch waters. <laughs> so. So yeah, that that was why that that's what I wanted to to reference with there. So, mm-hmm. um, foundation agents are understanding orders to employ any means necessary. Blah 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 blah. So it's understanding should be combined into one word. Is it? They're understanding yeah, they're... orders. They're not understanding. No, they are not. Like no, I, I don't think it's. I, I think they're under. Like oh, they're understanding orders. Yeah, yeah, like standing they're orders. Understanding orders. Be, yeah, like standing orders. It should be closer together than understanding. No, like yeah, I, and, or maybe it should also just get rid of the standing. It's like foundation agents are under orders to employ. Yeah, because <laughs> that's that's really what it's trying to say there. But like, I understand why like standing orders there because standing orders is a term. Okay, because like, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, no, because I I I, uh, I hiccuped over that one as well because I was like. Our understanding orders. Oh no, it's understanding orders. Like they're all supposed to be separate. But mm-hmm. because, I hate English language. Yeah, but because there's a compound <laughs> word called understanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should make more words. No. Oh, more, more words that are different from other words. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Then maybe. Yeah. Or we'll just That's do what the English language, language has been. Yeah, we'll just do what the English language has been doing for centuries and just steal other words from other languages. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, so my next one. It's, I guess it's kind of grammary, mainly because I don't understand. So, um, and yeah, it's in dialogue. So first um, off, I'm going to say, I know it's dialogue. I know it's dialogue from an SCP ent- entity. However, I want to know what he's trying to get at. He says, you can't bottle a squall, son. That's fine. I get it. But then he yeah. says, or only fool catch takes fool bait. Yeah, I get that. What does that mean? So only, like, so basically, like, only, 
like fool cat so catch like when, when in reference to this is like is like the fish right like only fool yeah. fish go after fool bait but it's saying only fool catch takes fool bait oh the catch as in the catch means fish only foolish yeah. fish takes foolish bait yeah it's actually it's a maritime term like uh like when when people refer to a catch they're referring mm-hmm. to the fish that they've caught yeah Oh, okay. It's, it's, yeah, a, it's it, was, it was either going to be on, meaning only a fool brings fool bait, yeah, or yeah. only you'll only catch a fool with fool bait. Yeah, no, it's 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 a, a not it's a maritime like localized kind of dialect. Um, okay, I, I heard it. I heard. I, I mean, I've heard it in in shows and in. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think I heard it when I was down, out there, but I, I like it. I've heard it in shows that are, like take place in like the on the east coast in like in Newfoundland and stuff like that. So. Okay, um, yeah, I was taking the word take as in the fisherman bringing bait to use. Yeah. Not the fish taking the bait. Uh-huh. I hate the English language! Yeah, and, and there's all these different localizations that make it even more difficult, but hey, that's the human race. <laughs> we like yeah. to diversify. Go us! Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so my next one has a random bit of info in it that kind of breaks the flow personally, so I'll read it. After a period of time varying from the shortest recorded of 32 seconds to the longest of 3 hours, 44 minutes, and 55 seconds, the float of SCP-3889's fishing line will bob once, whereupon SCP-3889 will reel in its catch, then disappear. No upper limit has been found to the strength and durability of 3889's body and equipment during the Tehum event. Sealed examples of 3889 events are resilient entities below, as follows, rather. So... I kind of feel that the whole strength and durability section does not need to be here. There's no reason for it to be here specifically, and it should just be put around the start as a blanket statement about 3889 in general. Because with it being here, when I'm reading it, I was in the mindset of learning about what the Tahoma event is, and then it swaps over to like his strengths and resistances. So it made me think that, okay, that's the entirety of the event. This section was over. So I went into my notes and put down some stuff about, wait, they watch him and record the exact times, but not what he pulls out of it? What the hell? You guys are from Derpland or something. Derp-a-derp. And then after reading the line about durability, after that, it basically says, here's a list of recovered items. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was not pleased. And hence my explanation here. Yeah, no, so- okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see it. Like, I, I mean, because it is in reference to like, uh, I think when they're why they're bringing up his strength and durability of him and his items is because like these like how is he able to like dredge up these giant monstrosities things right yeah yeah I could see I could see where you're going from where like it has to go it, it should probably go up into the descriptor to kind of get like so that we know about that ahead of time and also like it doesn't say he's bringing in big shit yet so all this strength and durability stuff has no meaning because. For all I know, he's bringing in small items with the fishing rod. Because nothing has been said. Yeah, I almost wonder if maybe that should have. So instead of like moving it up to where the descriptor is at the top of like the front, like maybe even like remove it from this section here. Name off all the all the the weird monsters and shit like that, and then at the bottom, um, like where right where it's right before it's about to say like in all other scenarios, SCP three eight eight nine can freely interact. Like put it right there, like uh, right after the um the uh, the listings of all the giant monsters. Mm-hmm. Because that's like the whole yeah. description of the Tahom event. Describe it a little bit better at the start, where it'd be like, um, my whole problem with this is that section in the center where with the whole upper limit thing. So I feel like it would be better if it was moved to the start of the entire story or just the start of the description of the, the Tahom event. 
saying that um, after a period of time, he'll reel in its catch. Uh, the catch is always a monstrosity. Not, not monstrosities. Um, that's not even a word. monstrosity. <laughs> no, it's not even. I'm trying to say a gigantic entity of one kind or another. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. after you um, clarify that it's, he always reels in something that's huge. You can follow it up saying the upper limit has not yet been found of the strength and durability of his body and equipment, but yeah. they're able to withstand pulling these giant entities out of the water. Sealed examples of uh, tome events are below. Like that would all make sense. It would flow right. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, so next one is seemingly non-anomalous specimen of ellipses. So, is it just me, or is non-anomalous a really weird way to say it? It's like saying it's non-not-normal. No, um... Anomalous means it's not normal, though. Yeah, it's, well, it's, or, yeah, or it's random. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah I'm pretty sure the definition is it's not normal. Let's look it up. <laughs> anomalous. Etymology. Deviating from what is standard, normal, or expected. Yeah, deviating from the but, general rule. So it's yeah. saying it's not not normal. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's it's not saying that. It, it's saying that, but it's not saying that directly. Because like, that's yeah. what it means. It bugs me. Yeah. So why not just seemingly mundane specimen? Well, I don't know. It's because they pulled it down of a river. Yeah. That's the trick there, because that's the... Um, the specimen the, itself uh, the is mundane, right? Yeah, that's the basking yeah. shark example, which... But the basking shark itself is a mundane example of a basking shark that he pulled out through weird means. But the shark itself is what it's referring to. Yeah, that's saying true. That it's non-anomalous. Yeah, so it's I mundane. Guess. Probably because the closest basking shark is a few miles away type thing. Yeah, but it's a mundane basking shark. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Pulling out a seemingly yeah. non-anomalous specimen. It's not saying it's pulling it out in a non-anomalous way. It's it sounds like itself. It it sounds to me that like he just, the, the person that wrote this just wanted to like have like fancy words. a fancy word. Yeah, <laughs> well, because anomalous is used all the time in SCP. Mm-hmm. So it's non-anomalous. That that means it's like it's it's opposite of anomalous. So that means non-anomalous, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but bottom it's line is that bottom thing. bottom line is that you 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 just didn't like the way the use of that because it comes off as like a, almost a... It's a double negative. Yeah, double negative. That's it, yeah. That bugged me. Yes. Okay. But that is it for the grammar in yellow. All right. Then I suppose on to actual thoughts uh, proper. Um, so I'm going to start with this one here. <clears throat> um, when approached by Foundation Assets that intends to arrest, detain, or otherwise impede SCP-889, it will generally state an aphorism such as can't bottle a squall, son. Or... Only fools catch take fools. Uh, oh, oh! Only fool catch- <laughs> See how weird that is. <laughs> I, I understand. Yes. <laughs> only fool catch takes fool bait. Uh, whereupon SCP-3889 will vanish. In its place, a Foundation agent currently assigned to SCP-889 or 3889 will appear in whatever pose or posture uh, adopted by SCP-3889 before its disappearance. This uh, or before its disappearance. This effect appears to have no limitations based on distance or mass and is instantaneous uh, with the arriving agent generally in a state of confusion, but otherwise unharmed. Okay. So Holland Hank is just like a nautical trickster God, like a cross between Loki combined with, or a a cross between Loki and Poseidon, or maybe he's a, an, an avatar of Nodens. 
uh, to go with like a mythos side of things because like Nodens is kind of a uh, a sea hunting god sort of character um, and and less malevolent than most of the uh, the great old ones and elder gods in Lovecraftian mythology or mythos. Um, also, it's just like I, I just for some reason I always like whatever it says uh, like in whatever pose or posture adopted by SCP three eight eight nine when he disappears. I just like imagine him like planking and then vanishing and then yeah. <laughs> the agents <laughs> in that posture. Yeah. Uh, or just like yeah, or or he dabs and then he leaves. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> or just like it's just like you can't bottle a squall, son. And then he dabs and then vanishes, and it's a it's an agent in his place. Like the guy blinks, yeah. the guy the guy in front of him blinks, and it's just something an agent dabbing. So good. Uh, but then moving on to this uh, this next one here. Uh, uh, selected examples of 389 T-Home events and resultant entities in follows. So, and this, and this, we get like, so as of, as of December 2011, which is the last entry that is, uh, or last T-Home event that is uh, put down in the, uh, in the listing, there have been 41 T-Home events because that was T-Home event number 41. <laughs> um, and only four of them are included in this listing. So for me, that like, that gives a lot of like, um, creative room to basically like you could do a spin-off catalog series of like the SCP Foundation of just Tiom events and like stories and accounts uh, thereof. Or um, do an entire um, tabletop campaign based off. That. I was also just thinking that like a monster, <laughs> perhaps a monster of the week sort of situation where like every episode is every session is a different eldritch horror or like. Or, or or like aquatic monstrosity that this old man just brings up and then vanishes away, like leaving it for your for your agents. Like I could see this being done in Delta Green to mm-hmm. uh to kind of give it the SCP foundation. I mean Delta Green or the Esoterrorist for the uh, the gumshoe system. I mean there's there's tons of different systems. Hell, Monster of the Week, just like the it in itself would be fine perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um where you're just would be called bottom feeders because you're Sigma yeah. Task Force Fifty hit bottom feeders, and you're doing would it be that, or would it, could it be like the Flotsam Patrol unit? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It totally wasn't a uh, what uh, Flotsam Patrol unit. Totally was not a uh, uh, was not inspired by by Hall and Hank. Well, no, how could it be? I know. It's not like, no I, it's not like I. It's not like I. It's not like I read that series. Uh, read this entry while we were doing the last SCP. No, that's true. <laughs> um. Check out our Patreon for uh, for our uh, actual play Rigor Mortis episodes of uh, the Flotsam Patrol Unit. Hey, <laughs> or our One Less Die episode uh, episodes when they eventually get posted publicly. Um, plug, 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 plug. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we're going back to like the yeah, like using it for like game scenarios or like or story material. Like again, like I could see like th- there could be so you could have like just like if you don't want to do a like a, an RPG game kind of thing of it, you could write stories about like characters in like caught in the crossfire basically <laughs> or like going up to like going up to this old fisherman just as he's about to haul up like godzilla <laughs> and like have that kind of conversation and, and then like have the aftermath of that like those could like it's such a rich like story like field for you to to work with um and, and we even get like we even have like adequate like examples of like the feel of like what kind of creatures that he's dredging up for uh so like you got like basically Eldritch and Titanic in nature, um, corpse aesthetic, odd marine life, um, and sea monsters. Like, just basically, like, Eldritch aquatic corpse monsters. 
and and those are it seems like oh that's a that's a pretty like small niche but i mean you like take like each one of the like it doesn't have to have like all of those like um parts it just has to have like one aspect of those um, so those are just the ones we know of too exactly those are the ones that are brought up but the, because those are the ones that are like are mentioned like uh, it's kind of uh, I'd, I'd say it's fairly safe to say that those are um uh like the representative of the different of the of the nature of the things that are coming up out of the depths but again you can also have fun with it like you know it's a fisherman dredging up these giant monster things you can do whatever you want for other 41 uh or for other like uh 38, 38. yeah 38 uh creatures uh and that's just and that's just a, as of december 2011 i i assume hank is still out there mm-hmm. um uh causing mischief and and summoning monsters from the depths um so yeah, that that was my big takeaway from that part. It was like, Jesus Christ, there's like still like 38 entries that are not mentioned, and like maybe they were just mundane or they were kind of like out of the ordinary. But it seemed like they weren't. It was. It seemed like like th- these ones were just listed because they were the most prominent ones. But like there could be like bigger threats and stuff, or just equally like threatening monsters that are coming out of the ocean. Well, I could confirm that because I got to jump in with one of my notes here sure. on the picture. Yes, it says SCP. Uh, 3889 during 3889 uh, Tohom event dated 25th of September 2009. Note the upper cranial section of Tohom 38 emerging from the theorized subsurface dimensional breach. So that one isn't even listed. There's a picture of it. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. Which And it's saying that's his cranial region, so that's his head being pulled out. Yeah, I got it. Like, I think that's just supposed to be a rock, right? Or like, is it actually like if you get closer in that image, is it like something bigger? Oh, actually, I haven't. I think it's, on I think it's supposed to just be like a rock that's just like there's some surf and so that and like, but like, uh, obviously yes, the image it is a rock. Yeah, obviously though, like the image like was pulled as a um uh, as in in kind of like because his the guy's like um position in the photo almost makes it that he's like dredging up that rock out of the water. <laughs> For sure, but and yeah, yeah, but it could yeah, be that's... a rock-like creature. It could be a golem he's pulling out. Yeah, he could be pulling up a a coral a coral giant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the north, you know, the the North Atlantic coral giants. They're they're a threat and a thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, and like that that's that's a monster right there. Hell, that's in the Pathfinder. I'm pretty sure that's in Pathfinder, one of the bestiaries of Pathfinder. Uh, is pretty like, much anything in the bestiaries of Pathfinder. I mean, you're you're not wrong. They were pretty. Yeah. They were they were they were really kind of like just like let's go hog wild with as many like kind of creatures from like world folklore and stuff that we can find. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, that's also like you can totally make that monster in like Monster of the Week or Delta Green or Esoteris like. Those, all those systems have monster generation toolkits, um, so you can have fun with that kind of stuff. Uh, and then, like, yeah, like like some of the ordnance they have, they have to use to like stop them, like the 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 sea titan, like the undead sea titan dude at the like the uh, from December 11, 2011. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, they the authorization of an Ereshkigal class tactical thermal nuclear cluster fire. <laughs> munitions requested and approved by the scp nf control center or central control um also when i when i read that i almost i almost i had to stop myself from saying uh the uh arishkagal class tactical thermal nuclear clusterfuck <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what it's colloquially called as yeah for it to as but uh but yeah it's just like yeah there's so many like yeah like we said like there's a ton of different ones that haven't been mentioned even in the listing so like you can have fun with that 
um or again even do like an it's like a spin-off cataloging um uh project where you're just at, you're getting you're getting in like um tome event uh suggestions from other writers get on that scp foundation we want to see the tome event uh catalog foundation <laughs> i guess that'd be the within the, the, the uh the uh the tech of <laughs> we want to see the the tecf um heck this might even be a good like thing for like the uh the supernatural task force guys you know yeah that uh that old chestnut <laughs> mm-hmm. damn right uh well, um, i actually have a note on that <laughs> okay you want to mention it now or should i continue uh sure basically just he's very clearly a member of the supernatural task force already yeah it's literally no joke this time written in the story yeah. All the dangers are lurking under the water or in some other dimension. I've got to hook them and you've got to cook them, is what he says. It's the easiest yep. FNTF connection ever. Yeah. Like, actually, I have that in my, like, my last note is about, like, that last, uh, men- that last thing in his, uh, uh, his interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how it preludes to, like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll just jump into it now. I'll go a little bit out of order. Uh, SCP-3889 looks toward the sun and grins. No matter what they think, we got tough-as-nails fighters on our little world. No mistake. And it makes me damn proud to see. I got to keep finding them. I can't just quit. And neither can the rest of you. I gotta, I've gotta, i got to hook them, and you've got to cook them. <laughs> Who am I, kidding? You're just going to keep pecking me until I spill the beans. You want to know why I can't ever stop? And why you folks need to keep one good eye out as long as you can? Till the very last man, Agent Torres. Yes, we want to know. SCP-3889 size. Because as heavy as our burden is now, the ones I fish are just the babies. And to that, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> like, that, that was my, my, my immediate like uh, response to that was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, the things that he's been dredging up based on, those, on the listing, they're just the small fry. Mm-hmm. Um, and and secondly, like back, like and the the other comment I have for that is like, so I was actually like, I, I sent this met, I sent this SCP out to uh, Matt from Drunk of the Ugly, and we were talking about it, um, in regards to like a Monster of the Week kind of game, and at some point down the road, like in our conversation, we started talking about like Sentai and like Power Rangers because of Monster of the Week kind of stuff, and I think I think Holland Hank, um, Holland, hmm? no 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 <laughs> no, not Rita Repulsa or like a combination between Rita Repulsa and and Zordon. Where like yeah. he's hauling up the monsters for the group of super soldiers, Sentai Rangers, what have you, to to fight, and maybe they are, maybe they have their powers and stuff of like that as a result of like something connected to Hank, or maybe they're just a an SCP or government found funded like Ranger program or something that um that works uh, kind of tenuously alongside Hank because like the basically the government or the the foundation is fa- is is tracking and and keeping tabs on Hank. And Hank is doing this under the knowledge, like he knows that the, the foundation's there to help him, like or to help put these things down. So he's hauling them up for them to put them down. What I don't understand is, especially after that conversation he had with um, what's her name, um, Agent Torres. Yeah. Um, why doesn't he just work with the foundation, like actually stay in contact? And he's like, I got a feeling that there's a. There's one I gotta pull up. It seems like it's gonna be huge. I'm gonna be at this location. Like he's I think, making it more difficult to do their job. I, I I hear what you're saying. At the same time, though, I think it's because like he's an eldritch. Like he's either an eldritch being himself, or he's got some kind of like 
like maybe because of the curse or the gift that he has, he's not allowed to um, uh, like directly interfere. Like he knows that the, this group's going to help him or going to going to deal with it, but he's not able to like directly influence like their their actions. He has enough control over everything though to like tell them pretty much everything in that conversation. True. So, and and he said that he knows, like he gets a feeling. I don't have the quote handy, but he basically gets a feeling for what it's going to be. And sometimes they trick him, sometimes they don't. But he chooses which, his location based off the feeling. Yeah. Would uh, well that also is like something. It's like yeah, he gets feelings like so like, and and they trick him sometimes. So like it's almost like yeah, like he's I, again. I, I think in a perfect world, yeah, that would like he would he would just be basically the handler <laughs> in the Delta Green game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in this case, like it's they're going for like it's more of a um like the 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 gods uh the gods move in mysterious ways kind of thing. Like he's not he may not even be human, like entirely. He may be just a uh, an alien god being thing that is doing this to in in a way that he thinks is helping humanity, but he just doesn't see um the 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 uh, the the he doesn't see the uh the uh, the logic um in 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 talking to us directly because that's not how his brain thinks right but he um, does talk to us directly he does but he doesn't always but he, he there's things that he does leave out like he just reference like he, he he's very like he does like subtle like like he can't he doesn't he hasn't told us who he's talking like who how he got his gift like how he got this power and who he's talking to or how, who's influencing yeah. him like and that's fine like we don't technically need to know that shit but yeah. what I feel like they should have asked him is just like, okay, you're, you're going to keep doing your shit. We can't stop you. That's fine. Just let us know when you're going to go fishing, and we'll go with you. Just call us up. <laughs> yeah, just tell us when you're going to go fishing. We'll, we'll, we'll be a fishing buddy with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if he has any feelings about it, let us know. They may be wrong, but it's good to be prepared. Yeah. No, I, I get you. Like, I, I think that's... It might be val- also. I think that would be a really awesome like buddy horror thing of like Agent Torres, yeah, and, Agent Torres, and and Holland Hank. <laughs> like, yeah, because I actually kind of I really liked the uh, this like little like uh like I I kind of got this like dug this like this uh this kind of personal interview thing that Agent Torres and and Hank had. <laughs> yeah, he was really chill. Yeah, especially the way he talks. Like, I I got very like like he's actually like for being like this cursed like supernatural entity, he's surprisingly human about it. <laughs> he's just a dude yeah like i like like through like through the conversation like the horror isn't him it's it's what he does it's what he's he's dredging up that's the horror like monster thing but like hank himself is just kind of like like uh, up until this like up until this uh this interview i was just like okay so holland hank's just like a villain like who's like hauling up these things for for shits and giggles but then when you get the interview it's like no he's not the villain he's doing this because if he doesn't there might be worse repercussions as a result of not dredging these things up. And that's why he uses his um, uh, substitu- substitution jutsu every time they try God to capture him. I was not going to bring up Naruto, but you did, damn you. This isn't anime ring mortis. Either way, that's why he uses that, because if he gets captured, he can't pull them out. And if he yeah, can't pull true. them out, they'll grow and they'll attack when they're fully yeah. grown. I, I think it would have been really cool if, like, they had just if, if Torres had just like handed him like a burner phone, yeah, <laughs> or like maybe maybe technology doesn't work. Oh uh, no, technology does. Uh, well, maybe technology doesn't work directly with him. Like he can't use directly like technology. He because he just remember he just like he's just a simple man with a with a rod and tackle box. 
Um, mm. So, like, maybe, like, it's, like, kind of to go pull from, like, other, like, media, like, Dresden files and stuff like that. Maybe because of his, like, supernatural abilities and stuff like that, he can't use phones or, or like, both cellular or, like, home phone or, like, or like um, pay phones and stuff because they don't That's work. fine. Right. Yeah. Like, if he can't use them or doesn't want to use them because he's old-fashioned, all they do is pin a mic on him. And then that when, doesn't work. He, when he has those feelings, yeah, just tell him to openly say them, and we'll hear them. I, well, first off, the mic thing might not work either because it's technology. But I'm thinking of something a little bit less low tech, and just like have like a a network of like of of agents in different cities across the eastern coastline that he'll like he should he can go to and t- and contact to let them know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go fishing because I feel something coming. Uh, mm-hmm. if one of you want to tag along, that'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, they're always viewing him by one way or another. I'm assuming satellites and shit by now, because they know when he's fishing because they strip time him and everything. <laughs> yeah, so they're true. keeping constant watch on him. So as well, yeah, long as yeah. they just keep an agent around him, so even if they can't directly uh, report him audibly through their surveillance materials, if there's just a guy always nearby. As soon as you see him going fishing, then the agent just walks up to him. Hey, Hank, what are you fishing for today? Oh, well, I'm fishing for, uh, you know, and then they know. Yeah, and then we can have that, that story where he's just like, hey, Hank, what do you know? You know, man, all I want to do is just fish alone today. God damn. <laughs> he's like, <"What>? <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I get you. Because like, cause I imagine like as soon as they start that, like, it's just like. Uh, it's like, uh, hey, hey, Hank, what, uh, you going fishing today? It's like, yeah. It's like, all right, hang on. I was like, yeah, we'll, send, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll bring some people. It's like, it's like, yeah, uh, Hank's going fishing. <laughs> like giant yeah, subs, like like nuclear subs coming into shore, like <laughs> battleships cut, like readying their guns just for like just helicopters floating around him, blowing yeah. what was little left of his hair around. He's like, I hate this. <laughs> exactly. That, that, there's your there's your answer as to why he doesn't like work with the SCP Foundation. He wants sometimes he just wants to like because he even mentions it earlier. Like the reason why he keeps doing it as well. Is because for the times where he just hauls something un unobtrusive out of the ocean, like a giant basking whale out of a out of a canal, mm-hmm. um, like something like that is uh, is like because like those create like tall tales and stuff like that. So like another idea I had for for Hank and like as uh, for like game fodder kind of stuff is that he's like he is a progenitor of like the tall fisherman tale. Like he is the original fisherman of the tall tales, like the whale of a tail kind of kind of folklore that that has spawned that spawns on the east coast like you get those like a ton of like those like fisherman tales of like oh i found like we we hunted uh like we caught the largest fish imaginable like kind of thing and by god we got it It was the devil fish himself (laughs) like those kind of tall tales is is kind of what it seems like he lives for as well on top of you know summoning giant elder tours that have to be taken down i mean even that he can say i did that i fished that I mean, it's it's horrible what I fished. They had to kill it immediately. Look what I did. <laughs> well, no, because because the, the SCP Foundation is all about covering it up. So like he like he like it's like they have to they administer like um uh, uh cover up material and like uh, amnesiat uh, amnesiatics like or whatever like that word is for like <laughs> making people forget things and stuff. Um, but yeah, like I I think. I, I think that might be part of the reason why he doesn't want to work with them is because he wants to have some private um, fishing as well, like where he like summons up like a cool a cool giant fish and like because sometimes it's not just a giant monster, sometimes it is just like a giant shark that he summons or or I some get that, big but the thing whale is, he's, he's smart enough to 
understand his situation and what he wants to do. And he straight up says, I'm doing this because I know you guys will be there to destroy it. Yeah. So I don't think he really cares about being by himself because he's not telling them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he's and he's encouraging yeah. them to be around him. He wants yeah. to be the good guy here. That is true. It it is very it, like again like I I my my only kind of go to counter for you for this is that he's like the Lord works in mysterious ways kind of thing where like mm-hmm. he's some kind of like mythical entity that just like likes to have fun like have fun while he's doing it so he doesn't really like care like like he knows that they're going to be there instinctually so he's he doesn't see the point in contacting them <laughs> is yeah, my is my best because guess of all this. the level of surveillance that the that yeah. technology's at now yeah exactly but yeah any edge that they could have would be handy that's my whole yeah no fair enough i, under- I understand you're, where you're going from because you're, you're coming mm-hmm. from like the, the the foundation's point of view <laughs> it's like exactly god damn it hank you're a loose cannon <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just take the goddamn cell phone. It's like, boy, I, this doesn't work on it. I, I can't use a cell phone. <laughs> I don't even know how to press the button, which button to press. <laughs> just like, like I just imagine an SCP like superior, just like, just like freaking out at Hank, and then Hank just like vanishes, and then like there's an agent in in, in his place, yeah. dabbing. <laughs> okay, you got to pull up more than just dabbing. I, I don't know what any other ones. That's the only <laughs> Guys, stance you know of. I mean, between that and a Naruto run. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I see where I, I see where you're coming from on this, and I, I find it like, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I just, I, I also think that like it's probably Hank just being an eldritch horror, or being a, being a god being himself, <laughs> just like, hey, you guys will figure it out. <laughs> it's like, mm. goddamn it, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and honestly, yeah, that that's really the bulk of my actual thoughts as well. Like, it just um. He's yeah he's he's just a uh either he's an he's a god like some kind of some kind of uh some kind of nautical god that is from from a forgotten time or or maybe even just like the current version of a of a of a of a known god like Poseidon or uh Nodens for the the Cthulhu mythos thing maybe the uh, the things that he's dredging up are like the spawn of Nyarlathotep, which in some parts of the mythos uh, are the he uh, Nyarlathotep is the is the nemesis of Nodens, and Nodens is the god of the hunt. So another type of hunt is fishing. So he's just like a, an old fishing god, or hell yeah, he's just some kind of old fishing god or some folkloric entity that thrives on on tall ta- on tall fishermen tales. Um, or again, he could have just been a dude who wanted to be the greatest fisherman ever. Um, and was either like cursed by an artifact he found, which is the fishing rod, or cursed by some eldritch sea god um, to uh, that he accidentally fished up. Yeah, that he accidentally fished up, and um, like like basically he's the start of his own like tale of a, like tall fi- fish tale, where like he summoned uh, he caught this fish like wanting to be like the the greatest fisherman, made a wish with that with that giant with that weird fish, and it turned out to be some kind of ancient god, and it cursed him mm-hmm. with this ability. So. Yeah, it's it, there's a bunch of like there's a ton of like fodder here, like a lot of uh, a lot of material you can like use for for any number of stories or other like spinoff entities and stuff like that. Um, and that's really what I'm just trying. What I, what, I, what my my actual thoughts are kind of going around is just exactly as to like the origin of of Hank <laughs> and uh, or, or like or like what what he dredges up and what you can uh, what you can do with that. So. Uh, that's that's the end of my actual thoughts. Uh, Mikey, do you stand for evil? 
Alright. Do, 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 do. Uh, so I like the idea of fishing from another dimension, or yeah. even the future, potentially. Well, although in some cases, like that one monster was corpses that sort of teleported together. Um, yeah, it's like almost like a necromorph, like kind of almost like a necromorph convergence event uh, from the Dead Space series, where they just like all these corpses just like suddenly like amalgam together to form a larger creature. Yeah, like the um, thing that this um, SCP is connected to, the previous one, the yes. flying collection of corpses. Yeah, but in that one, like we we know how it catches, how it collects corpses. It, it it waits in the dead of night and then like brings one of its arms down and grabs them from their room. <laughs> yeah, but he might have been fished out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, that might have been like one of his entities. Um, and uh, I think next week we're going to touch on the other entity that uh that is tied to like that one, and and Hank to a degree. And I think I mentioned it in the last session in the last episode where. Uh, like don't like like bo- like like dead bodies just teleport or something like that into that root into that chamber. So maybe, again, mm. like a similar kind of uh, similar kind of like magic or supernatural effect uh, might be at play as well. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I'm cu- I'm curious if if Cadaver Commander is also the the creator of that story because it's it's interesting. Like I like how like they've if that's the case, I like how they've like tied a bunch of their own SCP entities together in this case. Hmm. But I think I brought that up early, like in the last episode as well. So, yeah. And uh, the the one thing that's sort of interesting is the addendum at the end where it talks about the uh, one that we did previously. Yes. Is, and uh, his comment is, "Yep, they're getting worse, and now she's watching me." So before declining and vanishing. <laughs> yeah. So the. Craig's question is like, who is she? Is she the creator of these creatures? Yeah. And she's just slowly getting more and more pissed off that he's fishing them out of the water. That that could be it. I mean, I would be pissed off too if somebody kept stealing my babies <laughs> before they could uh, fully grow. <laughs> um, and destroy all of modern society. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's literally her plan is to destroy humanity. And she keeps creating things, and then he keeps fishing them out before they reach the point yeah. where they can. <laughs> like again, if if I was to pull this into like a D, like a Delta Green game, um, and and use like the Cthulhu Mythos as part of like the background work for it, I would like Hank is definitely Nodens, or is an avatar of Nodens, like fish, fishing up these uh, these monsters, and she. The um the the mother of these things that uh, that he keeps like ripping up is either Nyarlathotep in one of his in, in one of their various forms because there are forms of him that are like a, a um like a, a giant mother monster kind of thing, um or it's Shub Niggurath, the black goat in the woods with a thousand young who is uh basically a uh, the the Cthulhu mythos's equivalent of a fertility goddess who just is the progenitor of all life um in existence. <laughs> Uh, and most of the most of the time, her her um, her direct uh, spawn is like horrendous monstrosities. So, yeah, I, I could just see this like basically like the Delta Green campaign of of uh, of Hall and Hank is just Nodens is helping out the is is dredging up these monsters in a in his own little personal uh, conflict with one of the other eviler or like other more malevolent um, uh, gods, uh, either Nihilothotep or Shub Niggurath. And 
the Delta Green group is just kind of caught in the like fo- to following up, like following Nodens as he dredges them up so that they can put them down. Like he's just using us as the spear or the knife <clears throat> when he ke- when he uh, after he fish it after he uh, gets his his catch in like pulled in. Hmm. So I guess yeah, we'll have to wait till next next entry when we uh, we learn a little bit more about um, about uh, she who's watching because hmm. I think <laughs> I think that's a reference to um to the next one to uh three nine something yeah three nine something something you're right yeah clearly three nine eight three three nine eight three yeah three nine eight three um yeah yeah, yeah. all right do, 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 do. and then uh my sort of game scenario that i thought of was um sort of having your characters in an underwater lab that's being attacked by a monster and they find a lone fishing lure just floating in the water. And it starts bobbing. <laughs> well, or... uh, basically the, the way I structure this is that it's, it's a red herring and it's not Yeah, like is if the player ignores it, nothing happens. Uh, and the monster probably ends up getting them. Uh, if, the players lure the monster to the lure, then the monster would take the bait and then disappear. <laughs> yeah, because he teleports to to Hank. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's actually just dredging. He's just, he's just like uh, he's 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 pulling monsters from other places so that like on his, so that he can uh, so that the, um, he can have the SCP Foundation or the DG group um, deal with them on his terms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, another uh, scenario I thought of was like, well, what if one of the players goes to investigate and then just gives the line a tug himself? <laughs> goes themselves. <laughs> See, I had a, I had a different thought when you when you brought this up, um, and and have it be like a a, a Santa Claus um uh, situation where Hall and Hank um is not a person specifically, but it's a it's a mantle. So okay. Um, so when Holland Hank is like, like he, he's, he's playing this like 80, like 80, 89 year old guy. What if he's not immortal? What if, what if Holland Hank is not the same Holland Hank from like way back when? <laughs> like, so like, what so if he just finds another old fisherman that he's friends with and hands him the pole and then dies or like Holland Hank, like he, when he, he dies, like he, he just like his, his, uh, it's time is up. So he, he, he throws the bob into the ocean where he knows that it will like, cause it will like, because it's magic, it'll appear in front of another old man <laughs> who basically gets, uh, gets tasked with taking up the mantle of, of Hall and Hank <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or the gray angler is probably like the more like what it is. So like, Oh, what's that? Uh, let's take a look at this. And then he just suddenly gets imbued with all the knowledge and like the power of Hall and Hank. <laughs> it's like, I am Hall and Hank now. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. So, and you can have that as the game, where like your characters are like a bunch of old. Basically, what a, it's that it's that uh, grumpy old man movie yeah. <laughs> where they're all about fishing. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Like it's, it had the guy from like Dennis the Menace, like who is yeah. Mr. Wilson. Um, hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's like you. Yeah, the, the scenario is like you're all like veteran veteran fishermen um, who go out on like uh, who go out on like uh, on like their your annual or like your your monthly fishing trip with your buddies and one of you guys picks up the ball like the the lure whoever rolls the best yeah 
Or the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever whoever rolls their awareness, the better. So, all right, you notice this this, this lure, this really nice-looking old lure uh, out in the water, just out in the ocean. And so then you pick that up, and then suddenly, like, all right, roll sand. All right, take one d ten of da- of of sand blast if you uh, if you ex- if you succeeded, and one d one hundred if you failed. <laughs> and you are now you are now uh, you now hold the mantle of Hank, <laughs> or the mantle of the Gray Angler. Um, and now you know that you have a purpose. Like it's suddenly suddenly they yeah, they they get like whispers in their head that they have to go. And so like basically the the, the characters are now following their their one player. As he is told, and like he can't really like he like he can try and fight it, but it gets wor- like like there are worse repercussions. Like maybe if you don't go and fish up the monster, it breaks loose on its own in a in a in a uh, in near a city, and then like suddenly that city is just like in flames, and then mm-hmm. and and the character is like told like in like in the whispers in his head. You could have prevented this if you had only gone fishing. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, like all the fishing buddies. They kind of give up fishing, but they always go with him fishing. But they give it up because they all like train to be like tactical as fuck. Like yeah, the, yeah. the characters from Red retired. I was just <laughs> yes, I was just thinking of Red. Yeah, so like yeah. I just, I'm just picturing a bunch of 80 year old guys with uh, or 80 year old characters with like rocket lo- like bazookas and so because it's it's in America. Americans yeah. can like from my knowledge of America, you can get any kind of firearm and weapon. And no one will back. What about bazookas and shit, man? Nah, yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, I'm sure that's. I'm sure they sell those at gun shows. Uh-huh. Like, you know what? Americans prove me wrong. <laughs> just walk into a Walmart and just pick up an RPG. That's fine. It's like, I w- oh, hang on, hang on. I gotta pull. I gotta pull up this reference. Hang on. Per se. Uzi nine millimeter. Uh, hang on. No. Uh, put the cookie down. No, no. That's that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hasta la vista. Here, here, here it is. Here it is. Um. Uh, this is from Movie Quotes Database. Thank you. Um, uh, in in a, a Terminator in a gun shop, 12-gauge autoloader shopkeeper passes him the gun. That's Italian. Go pump an auto or auto. The, four, the 45 long slide with laser sight. Uh, these are brand new. We just got them. That's a good gun. You, you just touch the trigger. The beam comes on and you put the red dot where, where you want the bullet to go. You can't miss. Anything else? Phased plasma rifle with forty watt range. Hey, just just what you see here, pal. It was a nine millimeter. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that. That yeah, exactly that scene from from the Terminator, <laughs> mm-hmm. where you just like yeah, you you just walk in and just ask like a uh, uh, I don't know what a, what a model is for the rocket launcher, but yeah, just like ask for a rocket launcher. <laughs> Doesn't mean they'll have it though. No, of course also, not. Hey, just what we have here. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's like a Barrett fifty cal sniper rifle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you can anti, buy them. Anti-material, uh, anti-material rounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just like have that. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be so bad. That'd be so awesome. I want to run that, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to run that. Uh, we have too many games. <laughs> It'll just be a one shot. <laughs> this is made to not be a one shot, though. That's it'll the whole be, it'll, point. it'll just be a pickup game. <laughs> and so are all the other games we play. <laughs> Yeah, so what's your point? <laughs> like they're ah! they're made to be pickup games so that you can just like pick up and go. <sighs> Anyways, our our gaming like one less die material yeah. uh, like aside, back to this thing. Yeah, well, uh just going back to your sort of picking up the mantle. Yeah. Of uh, uh just things like he, he takes it but then what if he just randomly teleports and then suddenly there's a SCP Foundation member there? <laughs> 
<laughs> the other old people. <laughs> Who are you? You're not Hank. You're, you're not Phil. <laughs> and then that's when they was like, ah, oh, shit, is Hank here? Who's Hank? Well, we just know Phil. Wait, who? And then that's when we get realized, like, ah, oh, shit, the mantle's been moved over. Fuck. <laughs> Fish and Phil that is now. <laughs> like, Alan Hank is now Fish and Phil. Nice. <laughs> or trawling Trevor. <laughs> yeah, it all has to be nautical. Yeah, of, of course. The alliteration. Absolutely. <laughs> so when they got the H, they're like, oh, okay, hauling, I guess, because he hauls them out of the water? Sure. Yeah, yeah why not? Or nautical Nate. <laughs> mm-hmm. I go with Ned. First, yeah, knuckle Ned, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, that was a, that 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 one's a good one. <laughs> that's a good. One. <laughs> right, that's the end of my actual thoughts. All right, uh, on to uh, gamer. Do you have anything left to say? I do. Cool. Uh, one being the header of this page. I really like the header that's up here. Oh yeah, the the, uh, the classifies image? it to give a rundown of what the power level of this entity is. And I kind of wish all the end. En- all the entries did this. Yeah, I, I kind of wish this was the uh, this was the uh, the template. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the template that the SCP has. Like they print out this thing, like or when they're starting to set it up, they just load up the basic SCP template, and it has all those. The, uh, it all structured up there with both blank um, options in it, and then you just fill it in, and then go into the actual report. Yeah. <clears throat> well, well, also like well, so notice that there's no. No classified bars, and that's because it's already meant. It's already kind of brought up in the uh, in the the top there with the level four secret. Yeah, mm. and I think that's why. Like it's because like well, now that might might be an issue with with some with some SCP entries because a lot of uh, I know a lot of the early SCP entries kind of got their their whimsy and and creepiness from the fact that they did not have information that was provided because of the the format of the the bureaucratic format of of a classified document. Yeah, but this whole document is classified, but as long as you're level four and above, which I mean, that's just for reading it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I yeah, I do agree. This is a really good um, like presentation of the article, mm-hmm. and it like leads really early on with that picture of him and, and everything. Yeah, which, right from the very start, you have a rough idea of what he looks like and his power level and his class without even reading the first word. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, also, uh, with the regards to the image of him there, I thought I had recognized it from something. Like I thought it was like like I, for there's there were several times while reading the story I was googling Holland Hank or some of that like for like a mar- as a maritime thing because I thought like I recognized him as like I thought there was in like in like Nova Scotia or something. I thought there was like this like famous homeless man um, that that was like almost like a folkloric hero kind of character um, in like the 20th century. Um, so I, I looked up this, like we, me and Mikey reverse a uh, reverse uh, image search this 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 uh, photo. It is just a, a stock fo- photo of of a of an old man of an old fisherman. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and I could not find anything. So this does seem to be like a fully original uh, character. Like it wasn't pulled from anything. Um, but yeah, the images are definitely like really good for like as as like material for this entry because like. You can like a lot. You you get a full description like just of the man there, um, and then like even like you even get like an action an action photo um, mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, with the other one. That's I mean again, it's it's clearly just a like a rock a formation that's like bobbing out of the water, and it's just like the the positioning of him on the cliff makes it look interesting. But it's yeah. still great for this story because it like when you tie it in with writing, it it makes it it, it just helps to emphasize the. Um, uh, the scene mm-hmm. that's happening. So, 
Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the things I like about about SCP entries uh, is when they uh, when they incorporate a, a photo this well. Um, like the photo can be completely mundane outside of outside of the context of SCP, but when you add in the SCP like in like context, it is it is uh, both interesting and also sometimes chilling. Sure. Uh, what does um at key uh, disruption class mean? Um, I've been reading Keter enough that I yeah, know what that means, especially with the picture of a broken lock on it. Means he cannot be contained. Okay. Uh, uh, Eki means. Yep. Uh, high potential to disrupt the general population. Disruption is typically widespread, affecting major metropolitan areas or countries. Which makes so much sense. Okay, so his disruption <laughs> class is how much he'll disrupt with the normality of human life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, this like is how lethal he is. Yeah. Like and and how much like uh how much um uh exposure uh like because I because again like they have to have a whole group um of SCP like a, a whole department of SCP um uh, what is it called not bottom feed the 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 Whopper initiative <laughs> yeah um in in disseminating um Monster false, by Burger false King. yeah yeah the, the <laughs> Burger King uh, falsifying information on social media and local news networks because like mm-hmm. that's that's a nasty like exposure thing. Especially nowadays, like it, like it's gotta be like really hard for like, uh, like you, you now like with horror stuff, you gotta like really try to like, you got you gotta think about that kind of like consequence now in horror. That being said, nowadays if you put anything on the internet, first comment is fake. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And actually, and and that also is yeah. uh, Delta Green's response to uh, to uh, well, why why doesn't like everybody's got phones and like everybody's like recording and stuff of like that. Uh, and that is their response is like, well, I mean, most of the time, if something is recorded online, it's it's considered fake anyway. So no one's going to believe you, even if you do post it online. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost easier to pass it off now than it was back in the day. Yeah, like back a, picture, a single picture of it back in the day. People are like, what the fuck? This is real. Yeah, but now nowadays, everyone has access, like easy, easy access to Photoshop to video editing software, TikToks, YouTube, like stars are, are like a dime a dozen um, mm-hmm. of like of seeing ghosts and and demons in their in their basements or attics or out yep. their backyard, and it's just a dude or like just a, a cool CGI monster effect because it's a, it's like a, a, it's a it's a scene from a short film that somebody's working on. Like mm-hmm. that's all you got to do nowadays. Like <laughs> I've seen Cthulhu in a hurricane like storm. Um, like you can, like, there's, there's videos Personally. on, yeah, 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 there's videos on YouTube of like a hurricane, of like hurricane footage. And then like, you hear like the, like a, a weird sound. And then like somebody has added in a cool, very convincing CGI effect of Cthulhu in the clouds, like as lightning strikes. Awesome. Like, you can see this like giant silhouette. Yeah, no, it's. Over a pale comparison to actually seeing Cthulhu. Oh, right? of course. I mean, like your, your eyes would catch fire yeah. from seeing such a monster. Hence, why your eye glows goes glows. Uh, yeah. Well, why do you think I only Actually, have one eye? Glows blue, and then it's well, the combination of blue and yellow. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, why do you think I only have one eye? Yeah. I lost the other one because I because I because I winked. Like Cthulhu. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Moving on. Yes. The next one is in regards to the word foundation. It says um, in conjunction with foundation, naval assets, and everything. I don't recall. Reading uh, stories where they refer to the SCP Foundation as the Foundation, so it, it confused me for half a second until I realized that they probably meant personnel from the SCP Foundation. Yeah, I don't. I just don't recall 
stories referring to the SCP Foundation as just the Foundation. Fair. And again, that's it's probably just like the way this person's writing it. Like, I mean, they're writing the three hundred, the three thousand eight hundred and eighty ninth entry of the SCP Foundation. They probably mm-hmm. had a little bit of. They probably figured they had a little bit of leeway on like what they could on on, on like um on how they could address the the Foundation. Because I know again, like to go back to Delta Green. Um, you don't call Delta Green Delta Green. You call it the program, or your okay. your or or like people like Delta Green from like the '90s, like the, the agents that were working in the '90s and the time when Delta Green was illegal and not mm-hmm. and like wasn't uh, wasn't brought big, back in out of the cold by the government. Um, they're called the Cowboys um, okay. because they were in the they were in the time when like the government uh, uh, had disbanded Delta Green. And but they were still working on like like illegally like as a as a government conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like they don't refer to Delta Green as Delta Green; they refer to it as the program. Okay. So yeah, easier um, answer is probably just I don't remember. <laughs> remember it. I, I guess that's also another excuse for it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you could very quickly find other stories where they refer to it as the foundation. I just yeah. don't remember. That's fair. So moving on, SCP three eight eight nine is Henry. Uh, Hank McAllister, a retired independent fisherman, oh, no. born primarily out of this, that. So I, I guess I know, uh, I guess we know now who Kevin McAllister's unnamed grandfather is. Yep. I, you know what? You know, no, I had the same kind of thing. I was like, wait, was it, was, 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 for a second, was Kevin's name Henry? <laughs> is this what happened to Kevin? Was this what happened to Kevin after Home Alone? <laughs> no. no. However, I looked grandfather. through his, I went on to like a Home Alone. Oh, wiki. no. His entire family is named. But he has an unnamed grandfather. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's Henry. Yes, canon. <laughs> there to, you to take, go. To take from to take to take a, a bit from 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 a friend podcast. Um, Henry Henry Hank McAllister is the the unknown grandfather of Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, and that is canon, not Nick Cannon. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. It's okay. true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a, a little bit from the Kame House Party boys. Nice. Whenever they do, like whenever they add a cannon to their uh, to their to their shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that yeah, that that is that's my head cannon now. Yeah, it really is. And yeah. especially because um, the events of Home Alone One were like one or two states away from oh, where he wanders. I mean, Illinois, like because that's all in Chicago is when uh, home, is where Home Alone takes place. Yeah. And it's oh, only and then, a couple of days away yeah. from the ones that are listed here for this SCP. That's entity, true, yeah. Which means his grandfather lives a couple of states away. Like that sounds pretty normal. Also, I could see like maybe he started in Chicago, and like, may, like there, I mean, there are lake monsters in the Great Lakes, like Lake Superior's uh, uh, Soupy. Um, uh, also, also, uh, also, the uh, Lake Superior keeps its dead <laughs> is a mod, is a is a saying for Lake for Lake Superior. Oh, geez. Uh, because it, well, and the reason why they, that's a saying is because uh, because of the cold temperatures and how deep the lake is, uh, bodies don't re- don't resurface; they just stay at the bottom of the lake, and they and they don't um, decompose very well because of the uh, the the temperatures down there. Wow! So yeah, there's actually a whole like shipwreck in Lake Superior um, where uh, there are you can uh, people have scuba dived down to it, and the bodies are still relatively maintained because like their animals haven't really got to them because it's that cold down there. Jeez. Yeah. It's, it's fucking terrifying, but yeah, no, like, and that, and like the great lakes, like Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, um, 
like the all those all those great lakes that we have uh in the middle of like around chicago area where like where the home alone movies take place um they do technically connect to the ocean by the great by the saint lawrence in lake ontario so he could just also, could have just traveled along the saint lawrence and then just started moving south along the uh like a down uh down the east coast and just kind of following where the creatures were coming from also it doesn't seem like it matters where he is because he yeah. pulled that shark out of like a little river right yeah exactly and like it doesn't seem like yeah there's no like the size issue like i think i think he could have pulled something out of a pool <laughs> if he really Probably. wanted to because again it's like more like a dimensional breach so water like is man take out of a freaking puddle yeah, like water is supposed to be like the membrane between <laughs> realities, but uh, it is basically fishing in Minecraft. Son of a yes. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another cannon. Steve is Hull and Hank. Yeah. No, he he, Hank, Hull and Hank is Hero Brian. Hello. Hero, Henry, Henry Brian. Anyway, yeah, we're 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 really dive we're diving deep on this one. <laughs> hilarious joke yes i try anyways so um i have a small list of learning things one being octogenarian okay. the other one be um ep- epithetical i'm sorry it's a epithel- i probably should have looked up how to pronounce this epithetical it's a thin tissue forming on the outer layer of a body surface and it's referring to his name being epithetical i think okay i'll look it up uh yeah, known as uh, by its epithetical name within local folk folklore. Holiday. Oh, okay, yeah. It's like his name is just sort of like a it's equivalent to a thin tissue over the being that is him. Yeah, it's like it's a nickname. It's basically mm-hmm. like a fancy way of saying a nickname <laughs> yes. or, or giving a monster a nickname. Yeah. Also, um, Setter Highness Maximus. Yeah. Oh God. Which is yeah. Asking jerk. Did also, anybody else Google that? And what the say- hell? Yeah, have you not? Yeah, I did. Have, I knew what a basking shark was, but like, yeah, like I, I kind of wish like this is the one part is like I know, I know there's a fancy name there, but I wish that it just like in brackets, basking shark. <laughs> no, I'm fine that it didn't. Okay. If it said basking shark, I wouldn't have bothered looking it up. And then like, you wouldn't okay, have gotten that. Like, yeah, shark. Yeah, but because it didn't say it, I had to Google it, and I get to see a shark that has a giant like strainer for a mouth. Yeah, because it's one of those sharks that like eats krill and like smaller fish. It's yeah. not a. Uh, it's it's not really a like. It's not like a great white. It's more like it's a, not a predator. Yeah, well, I mean it is, it's but it's a, it's a it's a yeah it's a pettable predator because it's a it's one that doesn't eat people. Like doesn't eat large things. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually pettable, but it won't eat <laughs> us. I mean, technically, no shark should be pettable because their skin is made of uh, basically fine blades. <laughs> Oh damn! Really? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You don't want to. T- you don't want to touch a shark. Uh, at least, the, uh, or you either don't want to touch a shark. Period. Or you don't want to touch a shark the wrong way because the way their scales and stuff are, they're so fine, but they're bladed that you could cut yourself. That's why a lot of like um, people who handle fit uh, sharks and stuff like that, they have like uh, chain link gloves or like like uh, like kind of like um, like a very like thick or like metal gloves. Oh wow. I yeah. thought that might have been just for bites. Like bite no, it's a... actually it's also just because of like how their skin is. <laughs> Jeez, it's like if you pet a cat the wrong way, it gets angry. If you pet a shark yeah. the wrong way, you lose your hand. Yeah, or, you, or, you get, you, you, or you get like a million like paper cuts on your hand. Yeah, it's like a cheese grater. Yeah, basically that that's actually a very good uh, uh, analogy for it. Yeah. So my next one. Yep. In regards to the item list, kind of. Um. So he fishes all these creatures out of the water, right? And um, 
some of them like the, the ranging in size, but one of them is even like 120 meters, which turns out to be 420 feet. Blaze it <laughs> out of the water. Um, is that the the Titan? Yeah, that was the Titan. He was 420. He was blazing it the entire time. Yeah. Um, so is he just always fishing from cliffs that are like at least 100 meters above the the water? I mean, sometimes it seems like he he does it from like inlets and like from uh and from it, it's hard to tell like if because uh, I don't think he did that with the shark. I think he probably pulled that one up from like a, a dock or something. What I'm getting at is the yeah. the mechanics of if if he's standing at water level and he's yeah. fishing something out, he can only bring it up about six feet, the height of him. Yeah, the height of him plus the the fishing pole, right? So if it's this giant thing that's four twenty feet tall, maybe he needs he to be just a cliff. pulling it out and then disconnects the bait and then it it gets out the rest of the way, I guess. I think but that's probably fully, what's going on. Yeah, but for him to fully lift something out, it's only going to be the height of him or the cliff. Yeah. So so basically, whenever he whenever uh, the, the SCP Foundation sees that he's going toward a cliff to do it, he's like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> gun! Yeah, get the gunboats out!" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, that's that's when it's gonna be a bad time. Mm-hmm. Damn right. It's like, why is he why is he fishing from the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> a bucket that he put on the bottom of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> he climbed oh, to the God. top. Also, wrong goddamn continent. <laughs> I, me- I meant like no. Why is it? Why is he? Why is he? Uh, why is he up on the top of the uh, the the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> oh jeez. Mm-hmm. who? Yeah, that works. And then my next one. Um, is in regards to the ending zinger, the heavy burden, because they're just babies and all that. Um, I'm not really a fan of how this dialogue ends, to be honest. Oh. Like, yeah, it ends on a zinger, but it's not like we cut the credits here. This is meant to be an immersive experience to a point, this entire thing. And this is a transcript of a dialogue. So maybe they finished their dialogue, but there's nothing of note, so they didn't record uh, it. Yeah. But personally, I'd like to see the conversation from beginning to end. Yeah, like perhaps like right after this, he uh, decided to just vanish. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, like there should have been like in brackets SCP three eight eight nine, then vanished, and then an, a Tom event happened, and Agent Torres had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, or just say something like, you know, I probably told you too much, anyways, or by now, I'm gonna go, and then he like owls on the corner or on the yeah. edge of the the of the wharf that he's on, and then ports in some dude. Yeah, fair. That that said, I would like to see like this transcription actually turn into like a short film. That that'd be really fucking cool. Because mm-hmm. for it, like especially for it to end like on that on that note, like that would be perfect. Yeah. But that's more for like an, a video medium, not a uh, like a, a like a, a transcript kind of thing. Yeah, and the story itself didn't even stop there. There's a little bit after that as well. So yeah. it's a zinger. It's an ending zinger that isn't at the end. Fair. It's weird. And then speaking of the end, uh, the addendum that's tacked on with the links and stuff. Um, where it's talking about 3983 and everything right at the end. It says investigation of 3889's correlation to 3897 and 3983 are all related phenomena and all related phenomena is currently underway. So the 3983 kind of just comes out of nowhere. Like it's been kind of referenced by it saying like she earlier on, but it's not like tabbing aside saying that she he is probably referencing to this other entity so it's just kind of thrown at us right at the very end but it's laid out in a way like we should already know what it is even though we don't yeah you're right because it doesn't like even in the it doesn't mention her it doesn't mention 3983 in the addendum uh, until that point 
And so it kind of feels tacked on. That's true. Yeah. It just, yeah. And I mean, like I, I did read both this entry and, or I, I skimmed this entry and the, and the N 393s entry when we did three, eight, nine, seven. Um, so I, I got, uh, I, I'm pretty confident that three, nine, eight, three is supposed to reference she, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I see what you're, you're talking about. Like there should be almost like a mention of that in the, the above addendum paragraph mm-hmm. to kind of properly link that. Uh, that thing. Yeah. The end is wrapping up the connection between eight, three and, um, eight, nine. Yeah. Or like eight, eight, nine and nine, eight, three, but they're not connected. It's not brought up beforehand. Yeah, and I like that they're being connected. Please do mm-hmm. this. It's yeah. just I think it should be uh, written a little bit more into it instead of just tacked on. Did you add anything extra? Because I have an idea of how you could do that. No, I did not. Okay, so it's like, uh, yep, they're getting worse, and now she's watching me. SCP three eight eight nine declined to elaborate before vanishing. Um, uh, it is possible, and then like this is where I would add, like it is possible that um, uh, three eight eight nine was referencing three nine eight three. Um, uh, a uh, um, based on based on correlating evidence, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Something as simple as that. That would that yeah that would solve the problem right there. <laughs> yep. And that's the end of my notes. All right. So uh, I guess we shall move on to final thoughts. Um, honestly, I recommend this entry. Uh, it's it's a fun yet still kind of horrifying entity with its implications. Um, it, it's 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 a thrilling ent- uh, entity itself. Um, as uh, he's also surprising, like probably out of all the SCP entries that we've, we've come across, uh, and most of the ones that I've seen with the exception of Lord Blackwood, he's probably the most human <laughs> I've encountered, mm-hmm. um, in, in my readings of the SCP entries. Like, like he's, he's a, he's a dude, he's an old, he's an old, he's a good old boy who, who summons monsters, um, for, for seemingly terrifying, but good intentions. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and as far as an SCP goes, it's surprisingly forthcoming on details about what's going on, and that's that's really cool. Like it's 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 a wealth of creative possibilities here on like what is given to us uh, about this creature and his motivations, and even like some of the stuff that isn't mentioned, isn't brought in, or isn't isn't talked about is just like extra fodder and stuff, like the 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 thirty eight plus uh, monster, like Tome events that we don't see. <laughs> um, and again, like his origins and intentions are like we 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 literally named off a, a handful of of game ideas and story ideas here with um like being like basically Santa Clausing him, <laughs> like it's a mantle mm-hmm. that that must be taken, or like again various types of monster of the week style, um uh game story material here. So yeah, I I bottom line, um I recommend SCP three eight eight nine, uh because it's just a fun little. SCP entry that has some horror in it, but is also just like a, a cool uh, character. So that's my my recommendation. So Mikey, the E stands for you. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm going to also recommend this. Um, I didn't really get the creep factor until it was revealed that he was just fishing the babies. Yeah. <laughs> or the small fry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but once that hit, I was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, I become afraid of the of the ocean <laughs> all over again. It's like, oh, looks like we're gonna. It's like we're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, the Holland Hank is an interesting character. 
because he's a, a trickster and uh i like his ability to fish into alternate dimensions yeah so he's got that going for him so recommendation then yep and gamer um well for me the entity is really interesting because he's just a dude he's an ageless dude with unbelievable reasoning behind his motives or sorry believable so, reasoning behind his motives I, they're not unbelievable yeah. I thought you were going to say it's like he, he's a, he's a, he's an ageless dude or he's a he's an immortal dude with seemingly cosmic powers <laughs> like well, yeah pretty much but his reasoning behind all of his motives is believable yeah he isn't just like some bland monster who's like I'm a scary dude I kill people because of reasons um I, I like that he basically has this curse and does everything in his power to stop it from hurting people. Aside from contacting, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that for that shoe to drop. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, except for you know, contact the authorities whenever you're about to go fishing. But uh, working on his own, he does the, the best he can. Yeah. Plus, again, he's, a, he's a funny dude with the teleport switcheroo situations and everything. You know, yeah. it's kind of neat. That being said, um, some of the layout I didn't really. Or some of the grammar-related stuff I wasn't a fan of, mainly the massive uh, run-ons and um, yeah. the the reveal of the size of his catches. I think needs to be put earlier. But aside from that, and the connection to the other creepy bosses, it's or sorry, the other SCPs this morning to connect to. If those were all changed, this would be perfect. I would fully recommend it. But as it is, I'll give it a partial recommendation because I enjoyed it. It's just there was a lot of things along the way that bugged me. Okay. But the story itself, I I enjoy. Just the execution is a little lacking, but not much. All right. So two full recommendations and a partial recommendation just because, I mean, it could use some work, some editing work. Yeah, just form-wise. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Um, so that was that was this week's episode. If you like what you heard or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W, because his name is very long. Uh, Damn right. And I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, you can also leave us uh, emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses, SCP entries, spooky things that are on the internet that you'd like us to discuss on the show. And if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes or extra content, early access. To our, uh, to our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. Uh, and if you, uh, to our listeners and the authors of these entries, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it would be like talking into the void. Um, and I'd be sad. <laughs> Uh, and um, without your with your without your SCP entries and authorship, we wouldn't have much of a show because we wouldn't have something to talk about. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, if you'd like some of the ideas that we've been kind of mentioning and coming up with in this one, um, and if you're curious about our our, our actual play uh, RPG game stuff, uh, we have another po- we have a sister podcast called One Less Die, a uh, Shadowrun and gaming actual play podcast where we post. Uh, RPG recordings that we've done over the last few years. Uh, and um, if you'd like to get some of our logos on some merch, go check out Redbubble. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, you can get like pins, stickers, t-shirts with our logo on it. You could get, or you could get like, you know, if you want to be that God tier fan of us, you could go and get a, a shower curtain. 
<laughs> Somebody, yes. one, of, one of the more like interesting pieces of merchandise <laughs> that they sell on, on, on Redbubble and then tell us you have because that would be amazing. But why? Just, just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, um, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. Hi, I'm Mikey. E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. With your ADR bedsheets.